Hey everyone, it's your host Sam. Thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. Hi, welcome back. Welcome, 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 welcome. Um, so for those of you that this is your first episode and you haven't listened to me before, um, thank you so much for listening, spending some time with me to chat. Um, hopefully you enjoy this episode, you enjoy kind of my thought process, and this encourages you to become a subscriber, work with me potentially in the future, check out everythingme.com, go ahead and share, review, um, you know, rate this episode and let me know your feedback because that's important to me. Let's jump into the episode. Okay. So creating good energy. This has kind of been a mission for me. Um, so for those of you who've been listening, you know that I've dealt with death in my family um, for the past couple of months, losing three of my relatives um, in the past couple of months. And it's been very, very tricky to deal with, process, go through, um, creates a big vulnerability um, bubble in my life where you're looking at life differently, you're dealing with trauma, you're dealing with depression, you're dealing with all sorts of just unforeseen circumstances. So you're pulled out of your, maybe your comfortableness or your growth. Um, For me, a lot of great things have been happening in life and it's feeling really good to be a part of them. So, you know, sometimes when you're going through certain things, you feel detached because you're not in the state of mind that you would like to be in. And so what that does is it creates almost like a sense of like, I don't really own, or I'm not really partaking in this, this exciting moment because I'm so detached and I'm so not even here right now. Um, that definitely happened to me, um, more recently, obviously because of the circumstances that I was in, but, I am on a different wave currently and I'm embracing it where I'm focusing on creating good energy. So finding ways to um, receive good energy, mitigating the things that draw me (laughs) down, put me in a place not to win, put me in a place where I can really harm myself mentally and just um, seeing the value and the importance in pouring, you know, more goodness into my own cup. Um, so some of the different ways that I'm doing that is one, one big thing, to be honest with you guys, it's very, very important. And I said that I was going to do this in my last episode, which I'm continuing on giving you guys opportunities and tricks and suggestions on how to, um, live more of the life that you want and be the best version of yourself. So one of those things in order to, um, basically, you know, have or create good energy is to find ways in which you seek good energy. So what do I mean by that? Um, That can mean something as simple as having a conversation with someone that uplifts you. So you can basically trust, you can ensure that whenever you engage with them, you're going to feel so much better about yourself, about life, about everything in between. You definitely want to kind of lean on them. Um, If you haven't checked out already, I have posted a blog on my dream team. So these are the individuals who have really, really like they've, they've molded me. They have literally been my guiding light through different phases of my life. And it's just a touch point of who they are, what they mean to me. It doesn't go into depth in each of their histories and how they add value and how they speak to different sides of me, or they've uplifted me in different circumstances that I've been in. So you know, there's, there's something to definitely think about behind there of figuring out who your dream team is, what do they consist of, who can you reach out to in order to kind of get that pick me up or get that energy that you need to further develop who you are and where you're getting, you know, what your 
um, what you're trying to aim and become and do and be. Um, so, you know, that's something that's, that's a, a great way to kind of, you know, take a step in the right direction. Another thing that I would recommend is following everything in me on IG, on Instagram. Um, it also feeds into Facebook. So every day I'm posting encouraging, thought-provoking um, quotes, not all my own, um, sourced from the community that I'm a part of on everything in me, IG. Um, and so the goal behind that is to create aha moments and breakthroughs. So, um, there's different quotes and different messaging. And sometimes, you know, there's different sources that I tap into from therapists and, um, motivational speakers, et cetera, et cetera, that are really good at honing into some of the, the things that we struggle with the most and we get frustrated by the most and find the most roadblocks in. So there's a great opportunity to leverage that. Um, I'm actually going to be doing another workshop. So I did the war workshop before on goal setting. And now I'm going to do the workshop. Basically, it's going to talk about very similarly this episode. So if this episode is something that means to you where you need to just you need to get a restart because, you know, we started out the year and we were gung ho. Things have happened. It's kind of, you know, taking a toll on you and you're ready to restart. You're ready to reinvigorate. You're ready to, to really jump into this year and partake in this year and make the most out of it before you kind of look back and realize I let the entire year go by and I didn't take care of the things that I was going to take care of. I didn't do the goals that I said I was going to hit. Um, I know that life takes advantage of us sometimes and it, it throws us into um, the storm and there's nothing we can do about it, but endure those things. But I think it's important for us to take the wheels back whenever we can and be able to, to kind of steer the ship in the best way we know how and fill into our own cups and be able to kind of regain some sense of um, accomplishment, goals and just opportunities in life and just resetting because there's a lot of things like I mentioned before that can really, really come at us and kind of throw us off in places that we just didn't think was were going to happen in the first place. So the workshop will be next month. So stay tuned for that once I have a date for that. And that'll also be in the evening as well, because it works for me and I hopefully it works for you guys. I will be recording it as well. So if you haven't already checked out my, my previous um, workshop, you can actually find that on everythinginme.com. It is there, the video of me talking about the tools and suggestions in the walkthrough of the PDF, which I can actually email to you guys. So if you guys are interested in that as well, feel free to email me at sam at everythinginme.com. So um, good energy comes from different things. Good energy comes from a mindset. Um, good energy comes from controlling your environment, setting boundaries, putting in place certain things that um, are necessary for you to create a sense of like pick me up or a sense of goodness or a sense of like breakthrough in times that are really, really tricky. Um, for me personally, I find that doing little things that have no rhyme or reason you know, um, definitely help me a lot more. So for instance, sometimes we save certain things because we're like, mm, one day when it's a great day, I'm going to do this. Or one day when I have a chance, I'm going to, you know, wear this dress or one day I'm going to wear these shoes. Oh my goodness. That just triggered me. Cause I have some shoes that I've been carrying from literally for years that are dinner shoes that I'm like, I'm going to wear them. I'm going to wear them. So I too am a victim of this, but, um, 
I'm doing a lot of more practicing of what I preach. Um, but that's a one, another one of my to-do lists to wear those shoes that I've been literally saving just to wear, um, you know, but it's basically about finding little moments in life that you lean in and hone into who you are and what fuels you and you enjoy that piece of you. So that good energy, that part of you that you love, that you enjoy, that you embrace, that you that you care about, that's what's shining. So it's it's the concept is essentially saying, okay, the good energy, basically the time, the effort, the skill, the um the love, the care that you put into something generates that good energy. Now, that could mean that you're drawing from external force. Sometimes we just we just don't have it in us. We really don't have it in us to find the good energy or the good energy that we have within us because we've lost it. I think a lot of us have definitely lost that light in ourselves because of life and bitterness and resentfulness and frustration and unforeseen circumstances. There's so many triggers that we go through every single day that can really bring us back to that real dark place or that place that, you know, we're not happy with, or that place that we kind of have sat in because it's made us feel as though we are confronting the situation. We are dealing with things the best way we know how we are, um, you know, doing whatever we can to get by. Nobody cares. There's, there's a whole like, like a long record that can be played, honey, when we talk about that. And if you are guilty of that, I understand. Going into basically the source of all of these, you know, ill feelings and all of these uncomfortable moments is very important to explore. And so that's why I always recommend therapy because sometimes it's about just putting a little bit more elbow grease into ourselves, putting a little bit more effort and sprucing ourselves up, sprucing up our environment um, to be able to see the beauty that is there. The good energy is in that beauty. So that's what I'm trying to get you guys to go towards or to really recommend that you spend some time with or some time on seeing how can I create good energy? How can I find that good energy within myself? How can I go back to the good energy that I once had? How can I bring that good energy back out? I'm hopefully sending you guys good energy in this episode because it's definitely something I want for everyone. Um, I am a life coach, so you guys can definitely check out and potentially work with me um, down the line at everythingandme.com. But here's some things I also like to do. So for instance, I have a favorite candle. Going back to all these things that we say we're going to get to whenever it's the right moment. Not waiting for those moments and creating those moments. So the, the emphasis is on create. The emphasis is initiate. The emphasis is on, um, you know, designing because of the fact that we sometimes fall victim to being in the passenger seat of life. And we don't like to step into the, the driver's seat and take on the responsibility because there is the good with the bad. So you can go ahead and create a great energy moment and a bad energy moment come and try you real quick, real quick. And then you say, you know what, that's why I'm always the way that I am. Or that's why, you know, life sucks. Or that's why, you know, nothing's ever going to change in my life. You can definitely be that person. That That's okay. But that's not like, that's not it though. That can't be it. Like that can be like for a second, but that can't be it. If you've ever had like a moment where you looked around and you just felt so elated because of the fact that things were just so right, things were where they were supposed to be, things just feel right, things are just moving along you feel that you are participating in something that is greater than you and you're appreciative of that and you're genuinely involved in that. Um, 
there's so much victory in that. There's so much in excitement in that. And that is, it's like paying it forward. So when you spend the time to understand yourself and put yourself in a place to win by, you know, supporting yourself and, you know, being in love with yourself, creating good moments that you yourself can appreciate, that then allows you to be the light for others who are trying to make themselves you know, out of a place that they're not happy with, a dark place. Um, you know, there's a lot of darkness, I feel, that can in, intrude in our our being, you know, and not everyone has the patience, I will say, to see through someone's darkness. And someone like me, I find that I'm always leaning towards those people who are just a little bit darker because I see the light and I see the opportunity, but it's a very heavy load to do on your own. And that's why I recommend reaching out, asking for help, finding other resources, finding other allies, finding other support systems, villages, anyone that is genuine, anyone or anything that can further develop you and push you um, into a place where you can feel like I can manage this. I can really do this. I just needed that environment in order to thrive. You know, just like with growing something, you're going to have to feed it and give it what it needs and diversify certain things. You may have to try certain things, but as you start to invest in that, that single-minded, if you will, goal, you'll see the rewards. 100% you will see the rewards. For me personally, I've been on this journey and I talked about this before of taking better care of myself, enjoying things that I like to do, um, making, you know, less fear-driven decisions, um, being more, you know, less fearful of certain things and really enjoying life to, to the best way I can without where I'm feeling like, oh, my pockets are killing me. You know, I'm taking away from what I need to do, et cetera, et cetera. I'm also trying to document those moments so that way when I am in a place of being low, I can refer back to those photos or those videos or those blog posts or those podcasts where I'm in a better place, a better place, and I can see that light again. It's so important to be around people of light. And some sometimes you may feel like, okay, or someone may feel like, you know what? I don't want to take from somebody else's light because I'm already miserable. I'm already upset. I'm already, you know, in an ill place and I don't want to take it. I don't want them to have to hear my crap and deal with what I have to go through, you know, and, and, and burden them with what I'm going through. Now I have to say something to that. I feel like, you know, from a person who is, highly sensitive of others' energies, it's really up to that person to be mindful. And and maybe you there is some responsibility on your end as well too. But for the most part, it's really up to that person to identify what sort of boundary, what sort of um, you know, um opportunity am I going to give this conversation or this engagement? Where am I going to place this in my life? It also is a big thing on your end to be able to say how much you know, darkness, if you will, do I want to shed? What am I seeking out of this conversation? You know, you have to identify which circles or which individuals or which circumstances you're allowed to just kind of like vent, you know, versus actively seeking an opportunity or a way out. Those are two totally different conversations, two totally in different engagements, two totally different um, experiences. And you as an individual need to decide, you know, I want to find a way out. This is me looking for tools. This is me looking for resources. This is me, you know, really trying to walk the walk and talk the talk of getting onto the other side or getting into a better place. 
another great thing to be, you know, creating good energy is that you're going to have these aha moments um, just kind of thrown to you in so many different ways at so many different, you know, places. You just, you're not even going to notice um, that these are happening until you really shift gears and shift your wording you know, how you speak to yourself is very, very powerful. Um, how you engage with yourself, how you motivate yourself, how you talk about yourself, how you even introduce yourself. We can get real intricate here if we really, really wanted to, but that's not the platform or the place that I'm trying to, to, to go into right now. But just be mindful of the things that you give out. And I talked about good karma. The things that you give out will come back to you. So if you are trying to create good energy, you will find it, you will seek it, it will speak to you, it will work for you. Um, it may not come in abundance because God knows and you know, universe doesn't lie. When they know that are you faking it or you do do you really believe? Do you really and truly believe that you're on your way out of everything that's going on? You're on your way to a better version of you. This is gonna take a lot of work. Um, this will definitely take a lot of effort and you'll second guess yourself, especially when you haven't seen the light in yourself in a while, there'll be a lot of like hesitation, confusion, frustration, you know, um, you may even be kind of depleted or just kind of frustrated in a sense that, you know what, um, I don't know what that person looks like or if that person even exists. You know, so what, what am I doing? What, what am I really, how am I going to get there? That's the reality in life period. Okay. Like when you're talking about goals, so for instance, with life coaching, I like to focus on goals. I like to focus on achievable moments where you can reap the benefits. Now those benefits may be obvious or sometimes they're not obvious. And that's why working with individuals to be able to shed light on those things and also shed light on the process and how tedious sometimes it can be unrewarding at times or where it may feel unrewarding at times, how, um, the concept or the idea of being able to get from one, um, life experience to another almost seems impossible because those who have done it are overcome. Those circumstances are not in a space or don't see the value in shedding valuable gems about their experience that could definitely help you and how you pursue this new goal or this new opportunity or how you cope with a certain circumstance that you're going through. Um, it's very important to, you know, use the power of the tongue and, and, and shed light on those things. But, you know, when we're talking about goal getting and we're talking about getting to be able to be who you generally want to be, um, you're going to feel uncomfortable at first. There's a lot of uncomfortable moments before you get comfortable. And I think people forget that because when you're talking about trauma and you're talking about things that were uncomfortable and you never asked for, those almost seem like, oh, of course I would have a bad day. Of course something bad would happen to me. Of course, you know, this situation would trigger me. Of course I expect those, you expect those. But when you are like literally doing your best to pull yourself out of or remove a thought process or remove a habit that was once 
intertwined in you. This was ingrained in you. You maybe as attached, it may be attached to um, a childhood memory or a childhood trigger that you don't realize how detrimental it is to you as an adult. Now that you know better and you want to do better, um, now that you have access to better things, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there's going to be some times where you're going to be very, very uncomfortable. And I have to say in that space, appreciate it, enjoy the unknown, enjoy the chaos in a sense that this is the last look. This is like when you're moving out of a place and, you know, things are everywhere, but things are packed. They're everywhere, but they are packed. They are ready to go. Take a look around the past. Take a look around those memories that you're leaving. Take a look at the circumstances that you've been in, the experiences that you had, because I want you to see them so that way you'll understand that that can stay right there. It can genu- it can have a place to live right there. That next chapter, that new step, that move, that shift, that relocation, that effort and, and, and um, just overall placement into a different space. This is like a blank canvas that has opportunity. You get to decide the energy, the experience, the overall being of what it is to be in that element. And as you get to design that freedom, I talk about that a lot too, is the freedom, the freedom we have to really create environments and experiences that can be very scary. I have to acknowledge that as well too. It can be very scary, scary to start from scratch to be sitting with a person or sitting with yourself and not even knowing who you are because you've let behind so many things that were once, you know, who you, you defined yourself by. Um, so it's important to have a, a dream team or a vision or a circle or someone or something that you want to emulate in order to basically adapt it to who you are and what you believe in and where you're at in life and hopefully be able to influence it in a way that you can now take ownership of that behavior, of that characteristic, of that experience, of that moment, of that being. And then you start to embody that individual. You start to embody that that um, that being. It is going to be a process. And as you start to pack up, that's when all the things that you didn't even know was was there are there. So the things you need to, to, to clean, the things you needed to throw out, think of that whole experience as a cleansing, as an opportunity to say goodbye and it's a, a beautiful opportunity in itself. Some may feel, you know, like, oh, I never really wanted to leave, or I grew up here, or this is where a lot of my firsts were, or, you know, this is where I felt the most at home. Me personally, I've moved one, two, three, four, about four times in my lifetime. Um, as a child, when I was in my, what I like to call my childhood home, but I actually grew up most of the time in another home. Um, I felt like that was, that was my world. Like I literally was like, that was the first place I came home after the hospital. You know, that's where I had so many of my firsts and so many, um, so many things happened to me in that house. And, you know, I was very big and very attached to that home because it really gave me the stability and the growth that I needed. Now, I want to be very clear that didn't mean that there were situations that occurred in that household that shouldn't have, meaning like 
argument arguments or turmoil or frustration or you know very un, unsure experiences we went through hurricane andrew in there you know there's a lot of things that you know went on in that space that weren't exactly pleasant um you know but to me it was a place in which it that's what i knew and that's what you know mattered to me and i still have vivid rem- memories in that home and living there and et cetera, et cetera. We moved to another house and I just didn't want to accept it. I didn't want to, (laughs) I did not want to accept it. I did not want to believe in it. I did not want to stay there. I did not, I just felt foreign. And that's something now that I'm looking back in retrospect, I realize how important stability is for me and how important um, just creating a sense of consistency is for me. So some people that I know, they're not necessarily used to consistency. They're not used to um, being in one place all the time. That feels almost foreign to them. That's uncomfortable to them. Um, I, I have to I have to advocate for the benefits of that because there's a sense of like allowing the dust to settle, allowing yourself to be present and one with that circumstance or with that place. You don't necessarily always get that same sense when you're on the go. To me, I get a sense of like you're running. I get the idea of traveling and wanting to see life and wanting to diversify, um, you know, where you've been and what you do. And if that is a part of your goal, if that is a part of who you are as a, you know, a character, your characteristics or your void or just your overall like lust for life, 100%, I say go with it. But if you have a chance to settle down and just allow the dust to settle so you can revisit yourself, I highly, highly recommend that. Um, I highly recommend you do that for yourself and I highly recommend you do it for your kids. And the reason why I say that, I think as a child, it meant so much to me to have the access that I needed and the familiarity that I needed to know that there was some safe and some secure there for me. Now, not everyone is able to provide that. I'm very well aware of that. Having a consistent, stable environment is very tricky, but I will say there are other ways to still create that opportunity by creating um, rituals, traditions, other senses of like, we, I have not forgotten our values. And these are the things that I stand for. And these are the things, no matter where we are, what we're, what we're, where we're at, what we're doing, we're always going to continue this, you know, experience. Um, You know, even in that is there's so much good energy because you're advocating for a sense of completeness a sense of wholeness that probably wouldn't exist if you hadn't made up your, you know, made up your mind to be able to be um, a catalyst for that, you know, and decided, you know, matter if it's rain or shine, whatever it may be, we're always going to rely on this one experience or this one shared um, tradition and you can create them. I've done that in my own lifetime or, you know, in my own family because I needed those things. I thrive off those things to know there's a sense of community, to know that there's a sense of connectivity, to know there's a second a sense of um, opportunity where, you know, we can realign, we can kind of come back together, et cetera, et cetera. That to me is, is super, super, um, it's super, super like heartwarming. I hope to 
one day uh, purchase a home in which I'll stay for the rest of my life. Because for me, I don't care for the moving business, but I appreciate every every moment of it. You know, there's a sense of chapter closing, the sense of opportunity on their other side, and I've gained to I've grown to appreciate all of those moments where I'm able to just reset and and I address the energy in the room and and go from there. Okay, so we're in the space of cleansing. So, you know, the analogy of just talking about closing one door, opening up another one, it's very scary. A lot of uncomfortable things are going to come from that. And I talked about that already, but I need to emphasize like emphasize the concept of like when you are trying to create good energy, the negative energy usually <laughs> what's going to come up. Um, the things that you're going to have to kind of be self-reflective of to identify and address when you are being negative, when there are opportunities for you to be positive, you are not perfect. You're not going to get it right every single time. Not everyone's going to like this change. I think I need to get those things out because there are things that are going to happen that are going to trigger you in that space. For instance, um, you know, I talk about my mother a lot. And although she is my mother, she's a big source to why I can be very negative. Her thought process and the way that she expresses herself, the way that she handles certain things is on the negative side. This is because of the tools or the lack thereof tools she had um, growing up. And now that I understand those things and I am aware of her shirt of her of her shortcomings. I don't know where words are today, but they're gone. Um, it allows me to understand that I don't have to have that same experience because I have completed a cycle in which I I know more. I know better. I know that that's not right. I know that doesn't feel good. I know that that's not okay. I know that those things are hurtful. I know that those things don't make me feel any better. I know that that's not the best way to handle things. And I am in the process and have been in the process. I'm, you know, a student to life where I'm learning better ways. And that's through mentors, through um, opportunities to grow, through unique scenarios in which I am able to kind of, you know, have a life lesson. So these life lessons that, you know, God provides for us or the universe provides for us really, really are a great you know, time of our lives where we need to just seek another way of doing things. And, you know, the concept of just being attached to negative things or the things that are not serving us, we all have those habits. No one is holier than thou. Let's be very, very specific here. No one is holier than thou. And, you know, as I think about it even more, you're going to come across people who are going to be naysayers. They're going to want, they're going to be triggers for you because they're going to drag you or put you back into the space in which they are comfortable with you being. And as you seek to be in a better place and a better limelight, it's going to make people uncomfortable because they're going to have to be reflective of their engagement with you. So for instance, you say, you know, I really need to make a life change because things are just not working out. I think that I am just a Debbie Downer and I am creating more drama and negative, um, attracting just more negative energy. And I don't want to do that. And I feel like I am a negative energy because uh, that's all I worry about. That's all I care about. That's all I, you know, get into. I need to take a step back and I really need to make some changes. And someone's response might be, why? 
<laughs> why do you feel that way? What are you talking about? You're a great person. Um, when you're self-reflecting, I think it's important to talk to yourself first. This may be, this may be something as simple as like literally in the mirror or like for me, I'll be driving and it'll be me talking to me, but it's really me talking to God. And I'm like, you know what? That just, that didn't sit right. Sometimes there are, there usually is some sort of sign or catalyst that lets us know that our behavior, our characteristics, our way of handling things fell short and they're hurtful or they're not productive or they're not getting us the outcome in which we are searching for. They are really, really not um, what we want and what we need and who we want to be. And when you notice that that is there, you are now responsible because you were given that opportunity to be able to see something that says, wake up, pay attention. You need to change some things. You need to move some things around. You need to look at some things from a different perspective because that's not how you can operate from here on out. You have the decision. It's with anything in life. When you start banging your head into the same circumstance or the same situation, something needs to change. Something needs to give. Something's got to be rearranged, reconsidered, looked at differently because the reality is it's not sustainable the way that it is currently because you're not getting the outcome you're in search of or you need, or you're, you're expecting. So you need to change the way that these things play out. And a lot of times we have a lot, a huge play to, you know, huge part to play with that in our choices, in our mannerisms, in our tone, in our way, our energy, our, our goals behind these things. It really takes, we really need to take a second to step back and kind of say, okay, how should I address this situation? Because obviously it's not um, panning out the way that I thought it would. And a lot of this has to do with me. A lot of this has to do with my lack of understanding, my lack of, you know, doing things the way that I should, or my thinking where I was at or how I was processing things or what I was doing with things was right when it wasn't. You know, we exist in a world with others and this does not mean that we become people pleasers or for those of us who are people pleasers, um, this doesn't mean that we ignore our own feelings and our own energy that we experience when we are encountering or working with others or partic- you know, participating with others. You are allowed to, and I think this is a big part of us too, just like getting permission or feeling like we need permission. You are allowed to say no. I'm going to say it again. You are allowed to say no. You are allowed to change your mind. That's up to you. You are allowed to do things differently and you are allowed to be okay with doing those things differently. And you are allowed to learn more information and say, you know what? This is not where I want to be. This is not what I want to do. This is no longer serving me. And I need to find a better way. I need to find a new way. I need to find a way that fulfills me based off of this new information or this new feeling or my new intuition rejecting this experience or rejecting um, this engagement. You are allowed to change your mind. It's okay. You are allowed to say, you know what? I want to venture off and try this new experience that can really help me um, become a better person. And it really takes your 
your wholeheartedness to be able to get to that place. It's not something that you can do overnight and you're going to get resistance, like I mentioned before. But the reality is once you've decided that the energy that you want to keep or the energy that you want to be requires you to adjust and even remove yourself from environments that you once were comfortable with, that's okay because there are tons of other environments, tons of other um, scenarios in which you can feel enhanced, um, accepted, um, appreciated, um, feel inspired by that you won't get if you sit in that same experience, if you sit in that same um, you know, environment. It really takes you to just kind of stand up for yourself and remove yourself. And there will be withdrawals. <laughs> there will be insecurities behind that but you have to trust in that you're making a greater decision, one that's bigger and better than yourself. And once you realize that, then you'll recommend others to do the same thing because you'll be on top of the mountain that you were afraid of, or you didn't even know existed because you were so busy beating at the ground. Um, and you know, there's, there's so much more to it in life in general. And I had this experience today with Carol, one of my dream team girls who came by and she recently purchased, purchased a car that spoke to her personality, spoke to her, who she was an individual. And it was, it was showing externally. I know she's been doing a lot of work on herself and she really, really, I just, I was just so happy for her. So joyful for her because when you see somebody walking in their purpose and walking in their life and showing up for themselves in a way that a lot of us tend to just look the other way, not do for ourselves, not take care of ourselves. That's where things like hygiene, things like just self-care are so important. And self-care doesn't necessarily have to mean getting your nails done every two weeks, but it can mean genuinely like brushing your hair, like, or it could be me putting on, you know, deodorant or, you know, perfume or cologne. It really can be something as simple as that, that feeds to you. It doesn't really speak to others. Like it's not like if you do it or you don't, it doesn't really make or break anybody else's life. But for you, what it does is it shows yourself that you matter, that your needs do come first, that you are a priority, that you are special, that you are worthy. Um, it really, really creates an opportunity for you to be able to just kind of show yourself and show up for yourself in ways that maybe others haven't, whether it be family members or friends or life in general, you have the freedom and the opportunity to design the life that you want. And I can't say this enough, um, whether that means how you speak to yourself, how you treat yourself. I mean, there are people in this world that only give themselves the best of the best because they believe that, that that's what they should deserve. And that's their, that's their being. And that's great. But sometimes people don't recognize how when you, you know, you put yourself last or you don't even think of yourself whenever you're thinking of people to get back to or things to get back to that you basically signal to yourself, you don't matter. Like anything that you do, whether it be um, working really hard or supporting others or, you know, um, encouraging others, you forget to encourage yourself. Something as simple as getting certain things done or reminding yourself of who you are or just showing yourself a little bit of love and appreciation. When you take those, those, you know, steps to basically remove yourself from a to-do list or from um, just from your day-to-day it starts to deplete that energy. You don't have any good energy because you've, you've given it out to everybody else. You've given it out to everything. 
Um, and so it's important to find ways that you start to tap into your energy and who you are and what you want to be and where you're at and what you're trying to accomplish. And you find ways that you can have little pick-me-ups. So those pick-me-ups can be eating at your favorite place or they can be listening to your favorite music. They can be lighting your favorite candle. They can be, it doesn't even have to be a favorite, but just think taking away home that you want to take, that you feel like makes the most sense that you're okay with seeing the scenery, visiting a store that really uplifts you because the energy or the feng shui um, speaks to you, speaks to you in a way that, you know, nothing else really speaks to you. Um, there's different ways that you can really create um, experiences or pockets um, throughout the day where you're able to really enjoy and embrace who you are, who you're becoming, who you're working on, because everyone is a work in progress. Everyone is going through their own um uphill battle sometimes. Sometimes it's giving to others that make you feel whole. It really just depends on where you're at and what you're seeking, but don't be afraid to be a student to life. I think this is another big thing. Our pride, our egos get in the way of opportunities for us to grow because we are afraid that this person or this circumstance is going to see right through us and judge us and and make us feel like crap. But the reality is, is you are the champion because you have decided that you want to change and you want to create a better life for yourself, which will then affect others and then creates a whole new um, cycle of life where you're able to just genuinely become a whole new person because of it. If it wasn't for that experience or that Um, situation, you really weren't going to be able to create the outcome in which you were hoping for. And so it starts with you. It it honestly starts with you. It starts with your emphasis on life and your, your, your reinvigoration. You know, there are things that are going to be shedded. You're going to shed some things because of the fact that you're deciding to make these decisions and you're, you may upset some people. You may upset some things. Some things may be unfamiliar to you as well too. So embrace that uncomfortableness. Don't be afraid to listen to the things that make you happy, make you whole, make you feel good. Create a list of those things. Find ways to um, be reminded of your journey and why you are on this journey and what about it, you know, stands out to you. Um, It really, really, it really makes a difference, you know, of just quality of life in general. And the way that you interact with people will shift and change. And that journey is personal. So be very careful too, because people are going to want to input how you should be, the things that you should change that, you know, um, be careful about the feedback and the, you know, critiquing that you get from others, because sometimes it is intended to disrupt your growth and disrupt the opportunity that you're trying to create for yourself and others. And you have to be careful to protect that energy as well too. And if you haven't already listened to the episode about protecting your energy, you definitely want to check that out because that is essential, especially when you're in a vulnerable state and you're in the process of self-progress where you're trying to find a new way, a different way to operate, to break boundaries and to remove yourself from triggers from things that are uncomfortable. What when you're 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 going towards creating good energy, you're you're talking about self-growth here. You're talking about self-reflection. You're talking about being honest with yourself. You're talking about being, you know, vulnerable. And all of those things can lead to a really great outcome. One that you can really, really become a champion from and kind of change the world that lives around you, you know, in so many different ways. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten, I don't know, compliments or little comments from people who are like, wow, you just, the hard work that you put into yourself, I can see it. Like you are a person who are genuinely 
have a purpose to, to be the best version of yourself. And it is honestly and truly the comments of others that gave me the inspiration behind this podcast, behind my life coaching. Um, it's really put me in a place where it reminded me um, of who I need to be and who I need to be more of. And so that's why you see or you hear who you see and deal with now is because of, of everyone else's pouring into my cup that I didn't necessarily have the energy for or the understanding of how valuable that cup was. And, you know, it just goes, I can go on and on of just how appreciative I am of those individuals who have come towards me, whether it be a, a guardian angel in one experience, or it could have been multitude of experiences where they just completely always swung back around at the right time to always ensure that I was okay, always ensure that I was on the right path, that I was happy, that I was taking care of myself, that I was paying attention to those things. And as you develop those relationships, it goes vice versa. You start to pick up and learn about other people and the things that make them tick and the things that they enjoy. And you realize where you are and where you stand in their life and what kind of light that you bring. Um, and you want to be careful with that light because that light can also attract flies. <laughs> it can attract those people that you're like, mm, you're really just sucking the blood out of me. And I really don't have time for that. Like you just need to get out of the way. Um, you just have to be careful with that as well too, because some people um, get used and abused and I've seen it. And I recommend you just being mindful of your circle and the people that you keep and addressing and assessing how do you you know, keep me in this, this mode, in this zone? And how do you, you know, add value to where I'm at and where I want to be? And if they do, you know what, enjoy that experience. If they don't, you really need to address and reset and kind of make clean house a little bit. You need to clean house a little bit because, um, there's some dusty people in your circle. Anyways, guys, well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of everything in me. I really appreciate you guys paying attention to what I have to say. And hopefully this enjoys, you know, the time that you have with me and also creates an opportunity where you can rethink how you um, give out and receive good energy. So thank you for listening again and hopefully get to listen to my next episode.